Welcome everyone. This is the Penciled In Podcast, the show where two working artists and creators chat with guests. I'm Ingrid. And I'm Lindsay. We're going to be discussing so many interesting subjects with you guys. Art, sketch cards, collecting, publishing, tools, materials, all sorts. Perhaps we can finally understand why we all do this to ourselves. Hey everyone. Today we're chatting with Jenny Gregory an artist who has worked for Topps, R.R. Parks Cards, Viceroy Cards, and a lot of other companies. But Jenny also does a lot of other things with comic books, photography, and is also quite knowledgeable in technology. So hi, Jenny. I can't wait to talk with you today. Welcome. Hey, I'm, I'm so hi, glad Jenny. to be here. Hi, Lindsay. Hello. Hi. I was going to start maybe speaking about art when you were young and where you where you wanted to go with it and uh well how you first fell in love with art oh that sounds like a great question um my mom uh loved to draw um I'm the youngest of six uh and she she would draw around me she'd do these really neat little fashion designs that's what she had wanted to do was fashion design um and she had this really cool retro sort of style um but that was probably my first introduction um to, to art and um, we grew I grew up right outside DC and my mom would always take me to the Smithsonian's. Um, so I learned, you know, a lot about seeing different styles, being around art um, and just going to museums was fantastic. But, um, but that was something really important she taught me was, is the value of art. Uh, there were a couple of times if there was a, a big um, uh, art display coming, she'd skip, let us skip school and we'd go up to the Smithsonian's um, but that was what art meant to her. <laughs> so that that um, that was a really cool lesson for me. Um, but yeah, and I, I think museums are fantastic. Um, and I think it's a great start for taking kids there and, and as an introductory. I mean, they always love to draw, but seeing, you know, what's out there, um, being able to incorporate art and history. Um, so we've always been big in, on going to galleries and art shows with our kids. Um, but yeah, I've always loved to draw. I always started out drawing horses. That was, what I, I guess every girl does. I don't know if you guys did. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> See, I, I don't know why, but yeah, that's what I always wanted to do. Um, but, uh, but then I just started drawing and in school I got into drawing. Um, but when I was in college, I studied psychology. Uh, <laughs> um, and every, every kind of, uh, new class I took I'd always want to switch my majors because everything fascinates me and everything uh sounds so fun to do I'd be like I want to do that I want to do that so my parents hated when I called because I was always switching majors so (laughs) (laughs) that's probably why I work in a closet because it's less distracting less shiny things to so I can keep occupied with that um the psychology of an artist of being an um, artist or... you know I don't know creativity in and of itself is a fascinating thing um you know to look into like why we create how we create what it means to us um you know for me I I find it fascinating that we've always had art you know the civilizations may be gone but we still have those cave drawings um you know the first thing that we always want to do is to communicate whether we use that as art um, you know, or marking down, I was here, you know, some of those drawings you can think of as graffiti, <laughs> but, you know, that handprint on the wall, um, 
but yeah, I mean, art is communication and there's, there is a lot of psychology in that. And storytelling. It's also the, I think it, it's also humans love stories and have always loved stories and tells, I, I think maybe they were also telling stories of what they did that day or, or I don't know. Uh, I the hunt. Yeah. The hunt. Yes. Yeah, for sure. I mean, and, and that's how we know some of these animals that are extinct, like the auroch, we see those on the cave drawings, yeah. uh, you know, and they left their mark there. And I think that's, that's fascinating. And it, it shows you how important art is to everyone, every culture. So, but. Um, um, one thing that makes me a little bit sad to see when I see it, um, you know, you see the cat paintings and and they've got human faces or the horse painting and they've got a human face and and you know everyone laughs at them and you know they look bad but nobody realizes that back then where wherever they were from they were not allowed to paint anything that didn't look like a human face so they had to try and get away get around it somehow and they had to make the animals look as human as possible and it's so sad that they weren't able to just express exactly what they wanted to express that's true and I, I couldn't imagine not being able to do that that would be you know so so hard as an artist you can't say you're forced into a you know into a certain mold of what you can produce you know and that would be awful and that's you know I think a lot of times in your your religious art um, you know how you see the people and they're dressed in the current times um, of that era when it was done like the renaissance you see you know the religious art wearing those kind of clothes so we always put our stamp, you know, somehow we have that stamp on there, but yeah. Oh yeah. So but, when did you first get interested in sketch cards? Um, sketch cards. Uh, usually how I get into these things is someone says, um, hey, you want to try this? Or what do you think about doing? <laughs> that's kind of how, how I did it. Um, I had been working in comics um, and then one of my friends was saying that they need artists on a sketch card set. Um, it, at that time, it didn't pay anything, but I didn't know anything about it. Uh, and so I started doing that. Um, May I just interject? Uh, you said it didn't pay anything? Who did you work for? <laughs> I don't know. I can't say. <laughs> there, there were a lot of sketch card sets when I first started out. That how, long it, how long ago was it that you started? Uh, what, maybe five years I've been doing them okay. I think probably about five years I've been doing sketch cards um but uh but then um uh I started working for I did some sketch card sets for Chad Pops I don't know if you know them um uh yeah I've done uh I'm trying to think because there's there's been so many um I did Viceroy um and I did um I'm doing work with uh with Richard Parks which I absolutely love um, and then uh, Richard Falks, which I absolutely love. Um, so that's been fun. Um, I had been doing uh, sets for Martin Kulklinski. Uh, he does um, a lot of like the Island Dreams and he'll do a lot of sets for charity, which I just think is really cool. So I like doing those. Um, but when I was doing one of the sets, uh, Richard had, um, they had done a Kickstarter for Mystery Science Theater. Um, and Mystery Science Theater is, is like everything to me. I've always loved it. Um, and so that first set, set uh, went by and then I saw a Kickstarter for Richard doing the second series of Mystery Science Theater. And um, that was the first time I'd ever really approached anyone about doing anything. 
So I was really, really nervous, but I sent Richard some cards and I told him how I love mystery science theater. And so I've been working with him ever since. And I've done, uh, I think from the second to the fourth mystery science theater set. Um, and I've, I've had a blast working on those. So that was, that's probably been my favorite set that I've done. And then, um, I, I've worked with another company, Rusty Inc., on his Wizard of Oz set, um, and also uh, a set on dinosaurs, which was really fun to do. Oh, yeah, I did that set too, the dinosaur set. Ah, yeah, that was fun to do. Was, I, I love that. I would do so, dinosaurs in a heartbeat. And the Muppet <laughs> Show, in case anybody wants to do the Muppet Show. <laughs> <laughs> See, it's kind of cool because you have those things that you really look forward to doing, like the Muppet Show. Um, mine was mystery science theater. It's like after doing those, anything else is gravy. I'm like, okay, that's fine, but more mystery <laughs> science theater. But no, I just it, that's what's fun too. Is is um, and I got to do like a, uh, a Zorro and um, a Dracula one. Oh yeah. So it's it's working on those things that you love. That's really makes it fun for you instead of like just oh, okay, here's another those. Yeah, I like that. So I, I started questioning you the wrong way around. So you did comics first, and then got into doing some sketch cards. Um, <laughs> so, I, um, sorry, I jumped. <laughs> um, I'm still doing comics. Um, actually, I do comics and then my day job is working with comics too. I do it as a freelance um, and then um, uh, I do it as comics. But how I got started is um, when I was dating my husband, he never told me he was into comic books. Um, I, I didn't grow up around comics, so I really didn't know they existed. Uh, but then he introduced me to them and I'm like, okay, you can introduce, you know, you can do art and you can do story and this, it sounds fantastic. Um, so uh, I did a little, some freelance inking and then I wanted to tell my own stories. So um, I started a book called Dreamwalker, um, which is about a girl who goes into people's dreams. Um, I self-published that for a while, then I went to Caliber um, avatar and then back to self-publishing uh, and then I did um, a book called or a thing online when comics were first coming out on the internet called Abby's Menagerie which was about extinct animals um, and um, yeah I, I, I do freelance for other people right now I'm doing covers for Michael Cohen's Tangled River a uh, fantastic series um, so yeah I do that um, but I just I think comics are fascinating and I, I, we're getting more girls into comics, so that's fantastic. But um, uh, we, I, I like getting introducing girls to comics when I go like to my my kids' classrooms. I used to, you know, talk to girls, especially you know, this is what comics are. You don't have to have just superheroes. It's any kind of story you want to tell. That is so. fantastic that you're 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 trying to get, you know, some girls in there too. And comics can be absolutely anything and it doesn't have to be uh, rainbows and unicorns for girls and 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 uh war and weapons for boys i mean there's all kinds of things that can mix and and just do whatever it is you 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 want and just being aware of it girls are very often discouraged from uh, from in in north america i don't know how it is for you uh lindsay in 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 your neck of the woods but i do know that here <laughs> When I was younger, you didn't go into a comic book store by yourself. It just, you just didn't do that. <laughs> if you were a girl, I mean, you know, you just, that was not something you did. Well, I went to art college, so everybody else at art college was a little bit like me. They liked comics and they liked 
you know they're, they're like the things that were a bit wacky and out there so yeah. I, I don't know I don't know how it's been for the mainstream or whatever but it seems fine with all the people I was with because we we're all interested in the same things. That's great. You know, not sure <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> uh, well, over here it was a it, it was a little bit different, but that's that's really great to hear, uh, uh, Jenny. That you know you're 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 kind of spreading it around. That's fabulous. Yeah. It's really yeah. Good. Well, it's yeah. I mean, it's just it's fascinating. We we do tend to think of of comics so much as just superhero, and that's that's great. Um, but I like introducing comics in that you can tell anything, um, you know, just getting people to read is such a big thing. And if, if that's what, you know, gets you to read as comic books, fantastic. If that's what gets you to draw as comic books, fantastic. But I think, you know, art and reading just makes your brain work so differently and, and whatever gets people, you know, to read, um, you know, explore your world a little differently can stimulate your curiosity and then you go look up something you saw in the comic book and you can go look it up in another book somewhere or something it can just kind of snowball like that that's yeah. fantastic so what are so so you actually work as a day job in art and then sketch cards also so your your <laughs> career is art it, it is um yeah it's uh what i do for my day job is um i work at kablam uh, we print digital comics for people from all over the world. Uh, uh, you know, people oh. anywhere send us their files uh, and we print them and we send them their comics and then they can also sell their books um, on our online comic shop. So yeah, um, it's, it's pretty cool. Cause I, yeah, I do comics at home. And then uh, my husband and his friend Thomas started this company um, and just to get people to be able to do comics Whereas um, when I first started comics, you had to have a big print run. Um, like we had to print uh, 3,000 comic books at a minimum, uh, you know, going on an on a offset press. So the great thing with digital comics now is you can print one copy or you can print 5,000 copies, whatever you need. So you don't have to invest, um, you know, the money into a 3,000 copy print run that's going to sit in your garage. So no, it's amazing. <laughs> The world. Well, it, yeah, it's it's pretty cool. It makes it so much easier to break into comics um, because so many people didn't know, OK, I have a comic now. Where do I go? Um, you know, when I first started out, we had uh, Quibacore, Brenner, uh, those kind of things. But you had, you know, the minimum print runs of uh, those many thousands of copies, whereas now uh, uh, it's the minimum print run that puts you off having them printed because you're like I don't know if I'm going to be able to sell these and you're going to have thousands of comics you know that's it yeah that's it exactly um uh when I started with Dreamwalker I had done 17 issues of it uh and when we moved to our house I had literally a, a garage of just overprint um of books and we just we just got rid of them <laughs> there's just you it got so taking up so much space so we you know we got rid of all that overstock but now you don't have that. You with print on demand, um, you can order one, you can order thirty, uh, you know, whatever you need. You you print just for, you know, what you need, and it makes it so much easier for um, a creator to get into comics and to get their books out there and to get something under their belt. The world of printing, the world of printing for pretty much anyone has has changed enormously uh, in the past fifteen years. I'd say, well. Yeah, more than that, the past 20 years, 30 years. I mean, it's just not the same as it was. 
now pretty much anyone can either just be an author, write a book, create a, an art book, create comics. Uh, uh, you can even do your own um, sketch card sets, actually, and you don't have to really do 10,000 boxes or something like that. It's it's um, it's mind-boggling what you can actually uh, what you can actually do now. So what what comic we books? We don't need the gatekeepers anymore either, do we? No, we don't need the gatekeepers that say no. yes, we're going to do this. It's like, well, I can just do it myself. So it might be that's it exactly. <laughs> it might be more difficult yeah. to get noticed, but the gatekeepers mm. are out there. That's right. Yeah, yeah. But see, then again, oh, that's something too. Is is you have the internet um, to help you along, and in, in your you know your Facebook groups you can go to, and Instagram. Um, and that's you know that's sometimes that's really hard is is being able to market yourself. Marketing is such a pain in the butt. I have a hard problem with that. But that's you know that's a venue that's that's a lot more accessible to everyone now, and that's that helps I think create help us help us to create um, and get our stuff out there. So, yeah. Even though there are those who still kind of resist the uh, being online, there there actually are some artists out there, and I'm trying to convince a couple of them to come on and and chat with us a little bit and share their point of view on it too. Because how 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 do you market yourself if you're not online? Is not something I totally understand, but I'm sure that Gal, there's a way of doing it. Yeah. Um, yeah. What, what comic books are you working on right now? Um, right now I'm doing really is, um, uh, working on the covers for Michael Cohen. Um, I'm working on my uh, next series for me, um, uh, that I'm hoping to have out in the summer. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, it's weird trying to find the time. Uh, once you have kids, <laughs> it's like your time, just whatever. <laughs> so before, before I had kids, um, I, I was putting out a book pretty consistently um you know every other month um now uh my own self-published stuff maybe five years six years <laughs> so. that brings me to my next question I, i'll just put it in here because i know i'm going to forget how do you balance your family life um and then all your different because you have your fingers in many different things actually your comic books yeah. sketch cards and photography, which we'll get to later, and uh, and technology, which we'll get to later as well. How do you manage all of that without going bananas? <laughs> I manage it poorly. <laughs> no, <laughs> um, you know it's it's <laughs> it's it's hard. Sometimes you have to shoehorn it. You know, you you uh, you have to, I guess, uh, prioritize. You know, I I have my day job, um, and there's some times where we don't come home till seven or eight. Um, uh, and, you know, we have time with the family. Um, when I have sketch cards, um, I, I work usually in here, but a lot of times I'll take my, my stuff and I'll work in front of the TV so I can be with the family. Um, like I have this, this little board, um, I have a little light on it so I can put my card here and work while we're watching TV. Um, it's, it's making, uh, it's, it's finding ways to make things work. Uh, and sometimes I think for me, I've, I found that you got to go with the flow. Um, you got to be easygoing. Um, you know, my, my family's great. Barry. (laughs) That's it. You got it. There's times you're just all stressed out. You know, you got that deadline. Um, but you, you try to make it work. Sometimes you miss it. Uh, a lot of times you order pizza for the kids, which makes them very happy. 
they go feed themselves while you know while you try to finish something up. Um, but yeah, sometimes it's it can be tough, but you also kind of got to treat it with humor. Um, and that's a yeah. really good point. That's a really, really, really good point to try to find the humor in you'll cry. That's yeah. how it goes, isn't it? <laughs> and there's days you do that. <laughs> you just go in the bathroom, you're like, I can't do this. Um, but but yeah, you do. I was showing Ingrid this earlier. Oh. That's, that's your work pile. Right? Oh yeah, and there's more coming. <laughs> I was I was watching some of your your previous shows and the turnaround you would have like these two hundred card sets that you'd have to turn around in a month and that's I 15, see that's, that's a long long time ago though and two hundred was minimum I mean there were artists that did a thousand cards um, uh, for the rest of us we were often asked to do extra ones so it was it was like uh, de rigueur to do uh, two three four hundred sometimes more you know but I mean there was a different wow. time I mean it's not I mean I would quit the whole thing if we had to do that now I wouldn't bother there's no way I would do that but yeah it was a different time and it was you, you didn't do finished painted cards or anything I mean you were lucky to get a few circles and stuff <laughs> <laughs> see I just I couldn't imagine I, when I was listening to that I'm like how how would you function like that i i you know i guess when you're doing sketch cards you know that's what you, you know everything but you know with with family um you know work i just I three I, back then it was different too yeah my kids were, were both younger back then it was tricky and i'd be like giving them here sketch this <laughs> i thought Try you it right here <laughs> i didn't think of that actually <laughs> i know so, it's like one of my or two of my daughters they love to draw and every once in a while you're like okay come on do you want to do it you can do it but no we never do they're yeah, not I'd interested love I, I would absolutely love to publish a kids art sex that's i love kids art it's just so innocent <laughs> Isn't that's a great it? idea Lizzie, you know that really would be actually a great idea It'd be very unique and each card would be even more unique i mean that's a fabulous idea that would be fun have like the have the people that you talk to have their kids do a card set yes, <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah. oh, that's an amazing idea <laughs> kids so, of the artists oh, I love it Lindsay oh, we have to right. put that on the list we have to put that on the <laughs> list yes. but it is <laughs> the way the kids view the world um, what's important to them um that would be kind of a fun thing fun thing to do oh, absolutely to do. especially the world we live in now which is like you know bonkers really uh, it, would it, be really is. it would be interesting to see how kids of any age see uh, see the world you know from from small to teenagers how do teenagers see the world now i have no idea it's totally different yeah. from when i was a teenager i can tell you that um, I know. Yeah. I mean, we think of how, how hard it was, you know, back in the day. Um, but now the things that the kids are, you know, they're going challenged with different things than we were. I'm not saying the world was better or worse back then. It was just different. That's all. Yeah. <laughs> like a, yeah. I look at my two kids who are adults now. Um, they're what they face and what each of them face in life is, is quite different from uh, there. There are, of course, some things that are the same, but you know, the climate that they work in is, is very different. Yeah. Speaking of climate, 
um, then that has nothing to do with my next thing. I'm going to kind of leave you and Lindsay to chat a little bit because we'll kind of get into some of the tech, um, seeing as you have a bit of knowledge of, of tech and you've obviously worked with a lot of tech with the different jobs you've had. Um, like, for instance, iPads for artists. Lindsay is in the market for one. I have one. Do it, do it. <laughs> oh, it's, it's awesome. And, and it's, you know, you can work in front of the TV with your family when you have an iPad sometimes. But yeah, the, the technology and other tech that you might be aware of that might be helpful for, for artists or publishers or, you know, little people like us. Um, and also some of the photography knowledge that you might have because you do work with a little bit of photography as well. <laughs> So chat about uh, what do you think is a, a good iPad, an entry-level iPad for someone who's new to the ecosystem of Apple and all that? Honestly, any. Um, I, I love them. Um, I, I will show you my, my first iPad. I think this is the fourth uh, generation. It, it's, it looks regular. Um, and then when you turn it to the side, oh you, can, you can see the band. So. For those who are listening to the uh, uh, listening to the audio and don't see that, um, um, Jenny just held up an, an actual iPad that should be completely straight. There's the well, it's kind of like the curvature of the Earth right now. It's kind of bendy. <laughs> <laughs> it has a definite bow in it, and for a while there, Apple was saying, "No, it it, it wasn't like that. Doesn't happen." Um, and then it became more and more of an issue. And they finally acknowledged that, yeah, there was a design flaw um, with this. And I think what they kind of finally came down to is how we hold, you know, the iPad, we hold it brace against us. Yeah. Um, and we, they, I think that's, you know, that what causes it. Um, and then they, I think they changed some of the materials in the, in the subsequent, subsequent ones. Um, but this, this was my first iPad and I, I absolutely love it. Um, I have one, uh, this one, uh, I don't remember what this, the size of this one is, but, um, but this is great because it just fits in my purse. I can carry it with me anywhere. It's it's really really portable. Is it a pro uh, or an air? Do you know? No, no, it's not an air. This is this is a smaller one. I don't remember what version this is. Um, it looks the, it looks like a similar size to mine. Mine's an eleven inch, and I love it because I can stuff it into anything. Yeah. See, that's the thing. Yeah. Now I want to say maybe this is a ten inch. Maybe this is a tech one, I think. And then um, I have, I do have the uh, the new Pro um, that I, I absolutely love. And so there's, you know, there's a little bit of a size difference, you know, with those. Maybe that's, is that the size you've got? Oh, mine's an 11 inch, as you can 11 see. Inch. Um, 11 inch. 11 inch. Oh, there you go. Someone like me who's looking to, I mean, I enjoy sketching traditionally. I always will. But yeah. I want to colour on the iPad. So for somebody who just wants to do dead simple colour job, would they need a pro? Or do you think? Um, no, I mean you can you can definitely do just your basic iPad. I, I happen to have a pro, but I happen to have a basic one. And this is just as fine. This is absolutely fantastic. Um, you you know, you've got your pencil, um, some of the best programs that I love with the iPad, I think, um, that are, are necessary are uh, Procreate. Um, I think it's like five bucks. Uh, now, I actually do comic work in, in Procreate. Um, 
uh, a lot of the the new series stuff. Um, some of the covers uh, I've been working on lately are all done on Procreate. And I know um, a lot of people are like, no, you got to use Clip Studio, Clip Studio. Um, and, and absolutely perfect, absolutely fine. I have that on here too. It's another drawing program. Um, but there's actually a lot of programs, you know, just for you to sketch and just for you to color on. So, there are actually a lot. Yes, that's true. Um, your your pencil was an extra, I think. It didn't come with your iPad, did it? No, that is that is extra. Um, I I am actually more of an Android person than uh, an Apple person. Um, You're kidding. <laughs> I I do. I love Android. Uh, uh, the phone I'm actually on right now is is a, a Google phone. Um, I I just I think the um, it's more open um, and less expensive. I really do. Um, I, uh, Apple stuff to me seems it's, it's more of a hearty investment. It is. Um, uh, so you've got the cost of your iPad and then, um, you've got your pencil. Um, these are about 90 bucks. Uh, uh, the other, I think the next step up one is about 140, 120, something like that. This one was, uh, 125 Canadian. So that would be a, what, 99 American, something like that maybe I don't know. but it, I think it's really indispensable I, I don't think you could really draw without the pencil could you no um now there might be some other companies out there that have some things I know there was like a, a one made by I want to say Crayola I think um that they have kind of a, a knockoff you can use with your iPad I've never used it um but you can't I don't think you can really beat um the uh the stylus the ipad stylus with your with your tablet no matter what you get so i mean what's confusing me with buying an ipad at the moment is the amount of generations that there are i, I don't know the difference between this gen and that gen and i mean i realize it's well, the latest one that's come out but you don't want the generation that does this <laughs> couple of generations I really would you can you're going to get a better price for them um, unless you're one of the really super techie persons that appreciate the extra um, you know speed or something like that which isn't really going to affect most people um, you know go for that sometimes I, I do you have best buys down there it's a like we have something similar um, I don't we don't have actual best buy Sometimes they'll have like returned iPads or something, um, and you can get those for a little bit of, you know, a little cheaper, um, that Why kind not? of thing. Would you say that that's worthwhile getting a secondhand one, or, or would you go for new? I mean, they're refurbished, aren't they? Yeah, I don't know. For me, I'd, I'd probably go new just because I, I like new shiny things. <laughs> so, but I mean, you know, if, if you want to do a secondhand one, perfectly fine if it works great you know give it a test run make sure it you know it works great um but you know personally i think ipads uh are are a game changer so i'm sorry i've got my cat interrupting this whole conversation she keeps coming in rustling all my papers going out onto the landing scratching the carpet to try and get my attention oh, she's been no. doing this to me all the way through talking to you come here <laughs> She just wants a snuggle. <laughs> she wants food is what she wants. <laughs> Go 
<laughs> Sorry, Aww. back on top. You kicked her out. Oh my gosh. Poor thing. She's scratching the carpet though, so she'll get her own back. <laughs> so do you think it's gonna be difficult for someone like uh Lindsay to kind of maybe adopt the iPad and drawing on it and uh, do you think it's going to be a bit of a, a learning curve or because you know I, I know that I'm I'm the same as Lindsay I like an actual piece of paper and a pencil and all that stuff but I've gotten used to the fact that I can actually sketch on this and I don't have to throw out paper all the time if, if I'm not going to be using it you know and I can I, I can draw on top of my own sketches and stuff do you think it's going to take time for Lindsay to get used to that? You know what? I think she takes it like a duck to water. I really do. Um, uh, it's it opens up a whole new world for you. Um, if you want to look of a pencil, uh, of a pencil, there's pencils you can get. Um, you can download. Uh, you can create your own. Um, if you want textures, you know, brushes, anything you want on an iPad, I think you can create your own in in any of the programs. But I think it opens up the whole the whole world for you. It speeds you up so very much, um, you know, when you're drawing. And if you want to doodle, that's great. Think of this as your your portable, you know, sketchbook. So um, for me, I always think of sketchbooks as kind of like your diary. Your sketchbook is what you want to do. It's like no one else can see it. That's that's your time. But there's there's yeah. I think I think she would totally totally love having an ipad i think it's i do it's it it opens up a whole new world and is a game changer for anyone so, so you think that maybe Lindsay wouldn't need the very latest model <laughs> i don't know does Lindsay want the very latest <laughs> that's the question i think I'm, I think I'm just figuring out what's the cheapest one I can get that's going to do what I want at the moment. <laughs> yeah. Well, go to your store, um, you know, play with the, the different ones and, and, and see what you like. I like new, bright and shiny. I really do. Um, so, but do, do I, do you, do you need the big 11 one? You know, the 12, I think the, or the, I think mine's, mine's the 12. Do you need that? Yeah, probably. <laughs> I vote for I like the idea of being able to put it in my bag. I vote for the 11 inch. You can, you it is a bit smaller, but you can bring it anywhere. You can stuff it in just about any bag and bring it anywhere. I vote for the 11 one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, and I'll be you know, enough which one I bought next time. <laughs> I I hope you get one. I I um I I just think it's it's one of the best things you can use. I really do. Um, you know, I've I've got a a tabletop, uh, desktop, um, uh, Unova tablet that I use. It's right behind me right here. Um, and that's great, but I have to come in here and draw on it. Whereas this, you know, if I have to wait for someone, if I have to go someplace or I'm killing time in an office or something, I can pull this out. I can write, I can work on photos. I can draw whatever I want to do. Another, so, another rather cool thing that really made it like Oh my God. Okay. I'm going to be sketching on this. The one little thing that I had not thought of is that on the iPad, either if you're using um, uh, Fresco or, uh, or Procreate or whatever, once you start sketching and all, you can turn the paper around as if it was a real piece of paper. So when you like to, <laughs> to draw, uh, you know, if you want to move your paper around and stuff, you know, which I can't do on a, on a, like a Wacom or something, I can't turn the paper around. 
But on this thing, you can. You can turn the paper around just as if it was a real piece of paper. That's like, now that's game changing for me. See, yeah. Is that only a feature of the pro when you can change where the paper is? Or can you do no. that on a standard? No, you can do that. You can do that on on any of them. Um, no matter what program that you use, you can always you can always rotate the page that you're working on. You so. do have to make a few uh, a few adjustments to your touch settings, though. I've discovered that if you try to change it around with like three fingers, well, then all of a sudden you've done something you didn't want to do. Uh, yeah. So yeah, the, the touch settings you do need to play with that a little bit. But once you once you get into that and you figured it out, you can you can really just draw as if you were drawing a piece of paper, turn your paper around or the iPad or whatever, you know, yeah, I know. On the Apple Pencil, is there a rubber on it? Or do you have to select eraser? I mean, have they worked in a feature where you can turn the pencil around and... You can... Actually, what you do, to, there, there's an eraser in your program that you can use, or you can use, you can double tap your screen and that's going to take you back a step. But there's, there's erasers in your program. So... Yeah. Yeah, I just wondered if there was a quick one on the pen. Yeah. yeah. You can also you can also change those shortcuts. Yeah. yeah. You you can you can adapt the shortcuts and do like double tap and then it will change to whatever you want. It can be either an eraser or or a pencil or a pen or whatever you want. You can change that around. It, it I think it's going to take you a little time. It took me a little time, but it will. Um, something I noticed when I was when I was drawing or coloring, my hand would do something and it would uh, it would take me back a couple steps. And I'm like, what happened? Um, so something I work with now is a glove. Um, you might want to get uh, one of these where you can, you know, it, it has the, the cutout, but it's going to have this up against the the glass instead of your your skin. So it won't react. It won't do those little funky things that happen to me all the time whenever I'm coloring on it. Oh, that's excellent. I may get one of those then. Yeah, it's it's really worth it. Um, uh, I, I, there's been a couple of times where I'll have something all totally finished and my hand will hit the, the screen wrong and it takes away the last couple of things I've done and I can't get them back even doing the oh. three finger thing. So I'm like, oh, but. Good to know. Very good to know. Yeah, Lindsay, do you have any other questions on the iPad? I think I've got everything I need now. I'm very excited. I think you need to, I would do it. It's, it's so worth it. Um, you know, from art to answering a message to, you know, using your messenger. Uh, there's, there's so many fantastic things that it's good for. I do need to put, put the money into it. Cause like five years ago, I bought myself, um, it was a desktop Huey on, you know, like a cheap drawing tablet. Yeah. It was only 400 quid. I could never get a straight line with it. Every time you drew a line, it would just go. It, it was basically just worthless, and I'd wasted four hundred quid. So I'm yeah. going to invest properly and get an iPad, an Apple Pen. Now and there's then... there's French curves you can get for Procreate, and I, I'm I know for Clip Studio too, but you can also use your French curves um, directly against your tablet. So yeah. Yeah, you can. That's right too. You can actually use uh, rulers and and whatever yeah. if you wanted to, which I, I never use, but you could do that actually. <laughs> that's, that's yeah, cool, yeah. And you can take pictures with it too. And the the camera will is <laughs> um, it's an uh, eleven. I think it's an iPad three, which I got 
you know, open box and stuff like that, which is totally fun. Uh, yeah. But the, the cameras are actually pretty darn good. So you can take pictures of your sketches and that you've done on paper, bring it in and continue working wherever you need to go or something, you know? Yeah, I yeah. need one. <laughs> Rather than taking a photo here and plugging it in there and doing, you know, just all in the one place. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> It really is. Um, a lot of times, like if uh, there was a, a time I was, uh, I had to do a cover and um, I, I couldn't get what I wanted to do. And I had my iPad with me and I had a sudden idea and I'm like, Molly, go sit over here. I had my iPad and then I was able to pull it into Procreate and I built my cover um, around the photo. So, you know, yeah, it's. Oh, awesome. Um, what, is there anything you wanting to promote at the moment that you're working on? That you're very excited about? Oh, wow. Um, ah, right now, I'm just working on a bunch of things. Um, uh, I guess probably uh, Michael Cohen's Tangled River. Um, I did a cover, uh, my husband's book called Funny Man. Um, I did a cover for that. Um, you can that find that. Is it, is it a, a written book? Is it? Um, it's, it's a comic book. Um, my husband does a lot of, um, in addition to running Kablam, uh, he's a writer and then also a comic creator, uh, and he's doing some uh, some of the golden age um, uh, public domain uh, characters: John Amon, Funny Man, uh, Blue Beetle. Um, uh, um, then he's we have those up on Indie Planet. He's done some Kickstarters, and I've done some some covers for those. So, but um, but yeah, my books are available at Indie Planet um, and that book, and then also Tangled Rivers there as well as in comic shops. So, and then uh, working on, on the sketch card stuff. So, so are there any upcoming sets that you're allowed to mention that you're working on? I don't know. <laughs> um, I don't know what, I, I'm working right now on, on Richard's, one of Richard's things. I don't know if we can say. Yeah, best not say if we don't know. <laughs> uh, that's, yeah, that's the thing. See, that's one of the things too, when you're working on things, people are like well why aren't you posting your art it's like well you can't until it comes out so it's like but i'm really working on a bunch of things but i just can't show you what it is right now yeah. people don't get to see half of what i've what i do because it's just you're just drawing all day long aren't you and then you can't post it and then by the time you finished it and sent it off you're working on something else and then you forget to post it and it just it just goes on and on and on <laughs> see, if you had your ipad you could take your photos while you're doing it and then after it comes out you can just immediately post it see <laughs> all the signs are pointing towards the ipad i think they are you need to break down and do it <laughs> and you're gonna get it and you'll be like why did i wait so long yeah and you can yeah. always bring it back if you decide it doesn't work for you but i seriously doubt you'll be doing that yep um jenny I'm can we chat a little bit about just uh, actually we had touched a little bit on that of the photography part of uh, of, of things and how you, if you have any tips for artists who photograph their own work as opposed to scanning and uh, things like that. Yeah, um, that's one of the things uh, I, I'm still learning on how to scan my artwork or, or how to photograph my artwork. But, um, you know, most of mine is is uh, the sketch cards. Um, I usually photograph with my phone, um, or uh, um, I'll I'll scan in. Uh, but something we were talking about earlier is is having the little portable light boxes. Um, they're tiny, 
they're fantastic and that's going to give you a uh, really good light to be able to light your cards or your small paintings um, uh, to be able to photograph them. So, but yeah, um, you can find those on, on eBay or, or not eBay, but well, eBay and Amazon. Um, and they're not very expensive at all. So, but they're, those are going to be a great um, uh, uh, resource for, for photographing your, your artwork really well. So for people watching the video, this, this is one of the things Jenny's been telling us about. This is the little light box that you can get. I have never yeah. seen that. I have never ever seen that. Yeah, different colors for they're, your background as well. Yeah, there. they're fantastic. If yeah, you can um, you can change the background. It's it's great because you can you know if you want to once you pull it like into Photoshop or whatever photo editing program, if you've got some wrinkles, you can get those out, and it's going to be easier for you to adjust the levels, the balances uh, when you're when you're shooting uh, with a light box like that. Light is critical uh, when you're using photography. I mean, that's that's what it is. You're you're capturing um you know light. Uh, so having those little boxes is really going to help you uh, with photographing your light or with your your little art pieces. So you can so, get those on Amazon easily, yeah. Um, or at a lot of your your most of your photo hobby or yeah photo hobby stores <clears throat> are going to carry things like that. Um, Ever but, seen that at any of my local uh, craft stores or art supply? I've never seen that. Never in my life have I ever seen a box like like uh, uh, Lindsay just showed. That, that that that. Do you use one? Um, I don't. Um, I. I need to get one. I want to do more like, you know, when I, when I do photo, I'd like to do some product uh, kind of photography, um, you know, like still life, things like that. And things like that are, are fantastic. Um, but it's just the white really helps you photograph um, and capture uh, your colors better. So I think those are really beneficial to us creators when we're photographing our work. So. I I could easily see that it would be useful as someone who works with acrylic, which is basically plastic. Like I was telling you before, scanning in acrylic is, I, I find anyway, really challenging because the light bounces off the, off the acrylic paint in a weird way that that it doesn't do if I, when I used to use Copics or when sometimes if I use oils or something, they scan in pretty well actually. But the acrylics, it's very hit and miss, so I may get one yeah. of those like you have, uh, Lindsay, and, and see how that goes. Uh, I completely forgot to ask you, Jenny, what materials do you use for your traditional work? Um, you know, I, I really do. I use everything. Um, I use Copics. I use watercolor. I use gouache. I use pencil. Um, I use ink. It, it all depends on, <laughs> I guess, my mood of the day uh, or, you know, what that particular thing is, but... Um, uh, I guess art supplies to me are also like tech stuff. I, I love trying new things. I love seeing what's out there. Um, so I, I will use anything and everything um, uh, on my sketch cards. I have some, some glass shards uh, that I haven't used yet. I've used them on paintings, but I haven't used them on sketch cards. But, <laughs> but I'm dying to... <laughs> so, but yeah, I, I um, going to me, uh, going to like a... a a tech store is, you know, people, people love clothes. They, they love to go do makeup and jewelry and clothes. Mine is like, take me to a gadget shop or uh, an art supply store. I'm happy. <laughs> so. I love art supply stores. Been there all day. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, well, they're so fun. It, it, yeah, you're like, okay, I could use this. I could use this for this project. But, and um, a lot of times, like, there's uh, new products that are coming out, like the mix of oil and acrylic uh, paints that I've, I've not tried. I've seen them. Oh, but that I have not fun. seen that. I know that you have the, uh, you've got the slow drying. Uh, um, there are some slow drying acrylic paint, which actually I've tried and... Didn't like them, or they're very watery. Uh, yeah. they, you know, you, when you put a pile on your paper, they they kind of just oof, they kind of go away. So it, it's kind of like you're painting with with uh, very diluted paint, and I don't like that. I like it when it's solid and buttery and soft, but not too mush, not too solid, just solid <laughs> enough. Yeah. The, the, then you have the 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 uh, the oils that actually mix with water, which I don't like. I, <laughs> So, okay, I was gonna, that's one of what I've heard about too. So that's that's not very good. So what you're talking about, the mix of oil and acrylic, I have not heard of these. Please explain. Oh, well, I've never used them. I've just seen them. So I, I need to try those. That's one of those that I, I need to buy and, and play around with. I, have to well, I want to hear them. about it. I want to try them too. You have to tell me where oh. you go. I really want to try that. There's, you know, that's one of the things I miss too is, um, finding good independent like bookstores and good independent art shops um so many times when you go to the art shop it's all the same you know finding finding just the guy that carries the crazy things um you know uh, everything's like michael's or hobby lobby um you know just the big or you know walmart carries arts art supplies now but you miss going into those little shops and uh finding the unexpected art supplies or needful thing that you didn't know that you needed yeah, we have none of none of those shops anymore. They all closed. They all closed years ago. It's so sad. Uh, so now, what what do you have down there? Do you have to order your art supplies, or I have to get them on Amazon and eBay and places like that. Um, yeah. it comes in quite handy because it keeps all your taxes on, you know, in the system kind of. Thing. Oh. So when it comes to taxes, dead easy to just add it up. I'm not one for keeping a ton of receipts and, you know. Yeah. We have, uh, we actually have a Michael's here and I've gone in and there was absolutely nothing I could use in there. Aww. <laughs> it was, uh, where, I, where I usually get my paints, it's actually, shockingly, um, a quote unquote local uh, store. They have several, they have several branches. It's called HM. And they have all those amazing oils, acrylics. They've got them all. And when you're a repeat customer, you get a you get a percentage off, which is really really nice. Um, the downside is that I have to take an hour to go there and another hour to come back. They do email. I mean, they do. You can get it by mail, but their website, because it's a small company, it doesn't always have exactly what it is I'm looking for, and I have to go yeah. to the store, you know, but, you know, that's, it's a, it's an aside, a, a detail, you know, uh, uh, I tend to make a big, big list, and then when I'm able to purchase them all, I, I go, and, and the price of gas is going up like crazy, too, so one has to be true to multitask yeah. when you're when you're traveling. So I do do that, but they have not, they don't try the new little things like the mix of watercolor of um, acrylic and oil. So I'm, I can't yeah. wait to share where we can try that. There's, there's just, it's, it's neat when you have things like that. Like um, uh, I don't use them a lot on cards, but like the, the pencils that are also watercolors. Um, yeah. Those, 
those are it's just it's neat what's out there and what we what we can what we have access to so it's it's fun to see that it like makes that. our day real interesting to play with all those toys <laughs> it does we need it but but yeah i mean that's that's what's fun is um now i've never used oils on a sketch card in, I, in I, have, I, I really like it it's just it takes so long to dry that it's not it's not practical in the, you know, if you have a short deadline and stuff, you know, you got to leave it at, at least at least a week, uh, ideally wow. two. So you know, that's that's not feasible. And then, of course, there's fumes in the studio. I share an office with my other half. You know, he has his side and I have mine. And the the oils and the turpentine and all that it creates fumes. And I have asthma, light asthma, but still ah. aggravates it. And it's not good for him. So. It's one of the reasons yeah. I don't do oils very often, and acrylic is kind of a compromise. But I, I'm, I'm just, I'm fixing on the on the new thing you were mentioning, the oils. Um, you you had mentioned fumes um, and asthma. Uh, I I have asthma too, and I had found this new thing. I don't know if you've heard of them called acrylic inks. Yes, I have. Um, I I love them, and I was using them in a in a very very small space. Um, and I ended up getting bronchitis. I didn't realize uh, the damage, how it messes up your lungs. But um, but yeah, I, I had got um, really bad bronchitis from using those in a, in a small space. So when you use those kind of things, you got to make sure you're in an open, airy spot. There are actually certain copics that will damage your lungs, too, if you're in too close a space. Uh, well, I'd actually, uh, I, sh I shouldn't say that. I'm using the word Copics as the whole brand thing, but there are some of those um, that are similar to Copics that 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 actually have fumes, and you must be careful not to. to they can be strong. Yes, they can be strong. And if you're in a in in an, a small space like you're in right now, I would not suggest using them. Yeah, yeah. When, when I, do I? Or an airbrush. <laughs> I have never played with an airbrush and I I want to. They sound they they look fantastic, the results that you get with them. They are cool, but they're so noisy and it just yeah. irritates me. Because it's like really industrial and it vibrates and you're oh. <laughs> shut up. Now, is that our airbrush is your favorite medium? Is that what you're you're most comfortable with? Oh, and I, I hardly ever use it just because it takes so long to set up and it's so noisy and the fumes and the plus if you don't clean your nozzle out properly it'll just splatter everywhere and it, it it's too much caretaking for me to be honest yeah so I yeah. just copics and color pencils maybe watercolor I'll you know do, I'll, I'll mix them all together you know like you if, if I get a certain feeling for a set I'll think well I'll just do it like this I'm not a big fan of acrylic and stuff like that. Yeah. It just, I get impatient, I think. See, that's why I, I've i never worked, uh, like I said, with oils. Having to wait that time for it to dry, that would drive me nuts. Because like, you want to, I want to play with it now, or I want it to be finished now so I can put it over here. But I love the look with them. Yeah. They're, they're gorgeous. It's a whole different thing. It's it's extremely satisfying to, to play with you know it's a bit of a learning curve and it's not quite the same as acrylic because acrylic you get used to you know the drying times and you have to really get a move on because it will dry even if you do you do have extenders for it but still you have to kind of keep keep moving along but with the oils 
it's like sculpting. You can you can move the paint around and you can have fun with it. It's great. And, and you can leave it for a day and, and just keep going because it's still wet. So that's that's yeah, cool. that's the good thing. Yeah. So, yeah, there are, there are good points and bad points. But, you know, like the airbrush, Lindsay, you were explaining the airbrush thing that would drive me absolutely crazy. You know, as it is, you have to clean up your brushes when you paint, which is, as far as I'm concerned, I hate doing that, but you have to do it. But with an airbrush, you have to deal with the noise, too. And then cleaning all up, I would never do it. <laughs> what, are you your, what are your favorite tools, uh, Jenny? Your very favorite. I mean, if you didn't have to bother with anything and you could just do that, do you have a favorite? Watercolor. Um, I, I love watercolor. Um, uh, when I'm when I'm in my sketchbook, my private zone, um, I love anything to you know. I love painting flowers, uh, um, but you can also do some fantastic portraiture stuff, um, you know, using using watercolor. Um, and then it's fun to try different brands because you get different results uh, with using different brands. Some of them have more of a mineral content. Um, uh, it's 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 neat to see uh, how each one reacts to different papers and different brands um, and medium. But uh, and I'll I'll mix those too. Sometimes I have this um, uh, this cool set I got. This is again was off from Amazon. It's watercolor, um, but I use this on my sketch cards a lot. But it's it also kind of you can make it be more opaque. Uh, but it's this is a really a really good set. It's from uh, I think it's from Japan, but. Uh, but yeah, I got I got that off um, of Amazon. But that's one of my favorite watercolor sets too. So interesting, Lindsay. Have you worked with water? You, well, you mentioned that. I think you have worked. Which ones do you use, Lindsay? <laughs> She's playing with the cat. <laughs> I'm just laughing. I'm just laughing at my watercolors. Oh my. It, it's a portable watercolor tray. That's I've all got, got one just like it. I have one just like it, Lindsay. I've got, <laughs> I've got this one too. So, <laughs> oh my gosh, wow! But that just means you love them. That means they're well used. So exactly, that's awesome, Lindsay. <laughs> that one you've got, that big one, looks great. I'm gonna have to invest in some, some better ones because I do enjoy watercolor. Just because I can put a bit of dark on and then just pull it out, be like that, done. <laughs> they're really Maybe cool. I'm for definition and sword. Yeah. Yeah. I, I enjoy it, how you can, how you can build with it. And I like, you know, how, how quickly, how quickly they dry. Um, but yeah, watercolor has always been something uh, I enjoy. Um, and that's something like uh, people ask, do you have to have an expensive palette? And I'm like, well, you know, it depends on what you do, but if you just want to be a hobbyist, just play around, you know, you can even get some of the, the cheap uh, watercolor palettes for like five bucks at, at Michael's, you know, whatever gets you painting. So it's a shame that we can't really use watercolors on many of the uh, training cards, uh, sketch card sets. The the paper is very often not quite ideal, shall we say. Oh, I know. Um, yeah, that makes a big difference. Uh, that's one of the things I really like about Richard is he has the cards that, you know, you can, they take a beating. <laughs> so I like those, but there's, there's some, uh, some sets you're just like, how am I going to do this? I, it, it eats up Copic. It, you know, you can pretty much only do pencil. So a lot of the sets I'm doing, um, for a lot of the Chinese companies, their cards, every, every single one I've got has been, has had that, um, sort of rough surface that's perfect for watercolor. So mm -hmm. if you did want to do more 
that's in watercolour and, and you want some contacts, I can help you out there. <laughs> but like their that card's just perfect for it. Well, that's awesome. Now, do you guys gesso, like, um, especially when you're using oils, um, do you guys gesso your cards or you just go straight on it? I don't. I go straight in. Mind you, I don't paint, so I suppose I don't need to. <laughs> uh, there gesso. you go. Uh, the only time I've ever gessoed is on wood cards. Otherwise, I don't. Really? Yeah. Huh. I, I, unless it's a card that's maybe like super, super thin, which is really rare now that I get cards from companies that are that thin. I, I don't gesso um, at all, no. But the wood cards, because there are a few companies that use wood cards, that you almost have to in several several uh, several layers and then some sanding and then and then painting on top of that oh that's cool did you like working on wood for sketch cards or is it hard uh it's different it's different it took takes me a few to get used to it it's, it's slightly different surface and all but no it's fun i love it absolutely love it i think oh. wood cards are Tops did some wood cards too uh, several years ago which was that was my introduction to it and i was like yeah. Wow, that's just so cool. Uh, huh, I, didn't really I, the, I didn't have the technique for it then, but now I understand a little bit better. I, I, I think more companies should include it. It's probably expensive for the company, I suppose, but yeah. I think it would be fun to. Have you ever tried it, Lindsay, working on a wood card? I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't do it. The last ones I did, I just so I wasn't happy. I don't. It just seems to eat the paint up so quick, and I'm not a great painter anyway. If I could have done watercolor on them, but it's, you can't do watercolor on wood. It has to be, you know. You know, just uh, uh, Lindsay, you could try putting a bit of um, some gesso on, sand it down, and then maybe not with watercolors, but you might be able to use something else to to sketch on it or draw on it or something. I don't know. You could take one and play. I've really fancied doing. Um, is varnish you know like getting loads of different colors of varnish and creating a oh now that's an a, excellent idea i just think it'd look gorgeous i mean i know varnish is awkward to paint with but it, i don't know i've just always fancied trying that but that's no, a I can't. fabulous idea give it a try yeah. it's never gonna happen <laughs> never gonna get time to have a go. <laughs> baby step let's go with the ipad and then we'll try that one <laughs> <laughs> Lindsay, do you have any other questions for uh, Jenny before we say goodbye? I don't. I don't. Jenny, thank you so much. It's been really wonderful to talk to you. And Jenny, you absolutely my pleasure. Can, thank can you. you tell? Can you let us know where people can find you first? Um, sure. I'm on Facebook, just under Jenny Gregory. Um, okay. I'm on Twitter under Jenny Gregory, and my Instagram is also Jenny Gregory. Not very clever. I'm sorry about that. But, oh, that's but, <laughs> Jenny with an I. Jenny you, with an eye. Oh yeah, Jenny with Jenny? an eye. I'm so sorry. Yeah, Jenny with an eye. Not a Y. Not a Y. <laughs> <But> <laughs> links, links will be in the show notes for both the podcast and the video. So uh, if people would like to search you out, they will be able to do so. Thank you so much, Jenny. This has been absolutely fabulous. We'd like to have you back on. My uh, pleasure. Anytime. We can talk a little bit more about the tech and the photography and all that stuff. And, and of course, what you're working on. Stuff I love. So 
Cool. And you guys can tell me how you like your new iPads. So. Well, mine I can already <laughs> tell you now because I've been working on it for a while. But yeah, we'll 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 get uh, we'll get Lindsay to tell us all about her experiences, or if she's thrown it out the window. She won't. She'll get it. I know it. <laughs> so okay. But thank you. I had a wonderful time. I appreciate it, and um, I love your podcast. And this was a delight to do. Thank oh. you. Thank you. Thank you so much, Jenny. See you next time. Yeah. Sounds great. Bye. Thanks for listening to the podcast. Please leave a review wherever you listen. This helps people find us. All links to guests or sites mentioned will be in the show notes. You can find Lindsay on Facebook at Lindsay Grayling Sketchcards or search for Cartoon Cosplay. You can find me at IngridKVHardy.com or on Facebook at www.facebook.com slash ingrid.kv.hardy. This podcast is independently funded, meaning the costs come from our pockets. If you'd like to help with even just a couple of dollars, become a patron at patreon.com slash ingridhardy. Music and audio editing for this podcast is done by Victor Besset. If you have any feedback on today's episode or want to suggest a question of the week, email us at thepenciledpodcast at gmail.com, tweet us at inpenciled on Twitter, or on Instagram where we are at thepenciledpodcast. We'd love to hear from you.